What's up, everyone? Uh, Casey Lee here for another episode of the Three Things Podcast. Super excited today to be joined by a really good friend of mine, uh, someone I have the pleasure of working alongside with and now have the pleasure of referring people to, um, America's favorite registered dietitian, Lisa Bunn. <laughs> is, that Hi, everyone. Everyone, is that not how everyone greets you? <laughs> that's that's well, how it should be pretty standard. Essex's favorite dietitian will go with. Uh, I mean, you're Parisi's favorite dietitian, but I think yeah. you're definitely America's favorite dietitian. <laughs> I'll take it. So, Lisa, for you, and as well as anyone who might be new listening to this, the reason it's called the Three Things Podcast is I have three things written down here on a piece of paper. Lisa does not know what I'm about to ask her. I think it's a great uh, chance for the listeners as well as uh, myself, selfishly, to kind of learn in people's most authentic manner. Um, nothing is scripted on this. Uh, it's explicit. So if Lisa swears, if I swear, shit happens. Um, but it really allows listeners to get a really <laughs> candid response on different topics um, that might interest them um, or might not. But um, if it does interest you, you probably should just stop listening and then kind of delete this podcast and then re-download it again and then delete it, but then re-download it again. Just don't listen to it. Um, so, Lisa, just give us like a little two-minute spiel as to like what you do, where you do it, how you got to where you are, just so our listeners kind of know who, who they're listening to. Um, I think it helps to give a little bit of my background, like starting in college. I mean, I studied nutrition in college, but was so not ready for the real world as soon as I got out. So, um, started working for Breezy, kind of fell into my lap. Um, learned a lot about coaching from there, um, and then decided that if I was going to put my nutrition degree to work, I should probably do the thing. Um, did my dietetic internship and came back to the edge, um, starting working for a program called the Genomics Network, which is um, a preventative healthcare network, um, working in Chittenden County. Um, it's all adult learning, face stuff. Um, we focus on every aspect of wellness, not just nutrition, but I particularly have my hands in the nutrition aspect of it. That's awesome. Uh, I really like how you just totally like left out a lot of really cool things that you've done in your life. <laughs> um, wow, yeah. you're pretty modest. So Lisa's a former <laughs> Division One athlete. Um, she was the uber female presence at the Parisi Speed School for two years. Um, and she said in her initial interview, which she's one of the first people I've ever hired, uh, she was going to go to school and become a registered dietitian. And after her two-year stint with us, she did just that. Um, she has done some amazing work with some nonprofits recently that maybe she'll touch on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lisa just basically just made herself sound really ordinary because she's definitely pretty badass. <laughs> and the reason I wanted to get her on the podcast is we were having a little text exchange a couple weeks ago. Um, and you said something that I thought was really awesome, uh, especially, you know, we talk about registered dietitian and nutrition and we all know food is important, but you said, I'm not here to play the good food, bad food game. And oh, I thought yeah. that was awesome. So uh, I tell my clients all the time that uh, I could play good food, bad food with a 10 year old. That's not why I'm here. I could, you know, most people realize, like, I can tell you good food, bad food, but um, most people aren't there for that. They can understand that through, like, a, a Google search. What I'm here to do is support habits, and I'm here to help people change, like, move the needle of their general nutrition toward, like, the better stuff. And that takes a lot more work than a lot of people understand. So I'm mostly here to support that work. And that's why you are now a guest on the Three Things Podcast. 
Um, yeah, happy to be here. And that's uh, is a great segue into my first question. Um, right. How does the conversation start when you when you work with a new client? Like you just said, you're trying to move the needle. How does yeah. that conversation start? Um, well, people come at me from a lot of different angles. I meet with like everybody across the board. I meet with athletes, try like marathon runners, triathletes. I'll meet with clients with eating disorders. I'll meet with people that have heart disease diabetes, whatever you want, um, whatever you think fixing your nutrition will like, I'll be able to help you with. So our conversations usually start with like, okay, so where are you coming from? Um, it's just like coaching. You kind of have to meet people where they are. So I, I like to get a kind of a lay of the land with where they're coming from, what they're looking for from me. Um, sometimes I have to steer people in the right direction. Like they'll come to me and say, okay, I want a meal plan. And I say, okay, I'm not going to give you a meal plan. <laughs> like I'm going to help you develop your own meal plan. Um, so I also like to get a lot of people's background on food. I'll ask people like what their relationship was when with food growing up or how it's changed over the years to kind of get a, a spread of just the way that they view food and a lot of their health behaviors in general. That's awesome. That's super refreshing to hear. Um, that's the number one question I get asked by athletes and parents is what should I eat? Um, and when I know that's, that's your take on food and, and like you're talking about the relationship with food, it's a no brainer for us to refer out to someone like you who specializes in that. But man, that's super refreshing to hear as the guy who yeah. gets asked about food and totally doesn't feel comfortable answering food because like you said, everyone knows good food, bad food, but how you move the dial is, is so challenging. Um, yeah, I was just talking to a client this morning about, like, she was like, yeah, you know, every so often, like, I'll find myself in the candy dish, and I'm like, listen, I'm not here to change every so often. Like, the 20% the of the, your time that you spend, like, having a chocolate here and there, like, that's not my job. My job is the rest of the 80% of the time where, like, you wake up and what's your breakfast every morning? Like, that's yeah. the kind of stuff that I want to change. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a great approach to my second question. Um, as far as, as you go, as the, you know, the registered dietitian, as the, the, the food coach, how does your approach change from client to client? Or, uh, like you just said, you work with a bunch of different populations. How does it change from population to population? If it's an athlete versus an eating disorder, does it change? Yeah. How do you attack that? Um, it sort of changes based m more on the person and less on the condition. Like I'll talk to two different people with type two diabetes one of which we're just trying to get to like eat breakfast and like, but here are the things, you know, she's got three kids and she's got two jobs and you know, who has time for breakfast? Like, right. Or I'm working with someone with type two diabetes who, you know, she has a hard time saying no to sugar. So there's a lot of different things that you can talk about. Um, so it kind of changes from person to person. There's definitely a certain amount of like, yeah, you need to gain, gain lean body mass, like here are the grams of protein that you should be eating. But more importantly, like how are we going to break down the barriers and how are we going to help you meet those goals? So I guess you're, I guess the answer is it, it really depends, which is, I've always told, so I also teach at, um, at a college in the area and my students always ask me like, what's, you know, blah, 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 blah. What's this question? What's the answer to that question? And I, the very first day of class, I always tell them, like, hey, guys, my job as a dietitian to tell you that it, it, my answer is it always depends on your yeah. goals, on your situation, like, where you're, where you're trying to go. 
Well, I think that's super interesting because, you know, like whether you talk about you're, you're an athlete or you have a medical condition, you know, you're not, you're not that. That's not what you are. You're a person. Yeah. And, and it's no different than performance coaching. And your yeah. goal is to improve your back squat. That's great. Or, you know, it's why do you want to do this? And then you as a person, how can I help you? Like, I love that line. How can I move the dial yeah. uh, to kind of get you going to where you need to be? And it's, I think it's super cool to see a professional in a, in a, a closely related environment, but a lot yeah. of the same tactics kind of go hand in hand. And I think that's super awesome. Well, something that I was thinking about the other day, and it has to do with like all the stuff about recently is that, I have to constantly humble myself to the fact that like my clients are coming to me in very like, well, not very, but like could be in very like pretty vulnerable. Something about themselves that they want changed. And they're coming at me like deciding that I'm the one that's going to help them change that. So like, it's really very important to me. And I like, I have to appreciate that they're coming to me from that. So I I think that's also Yeah, I think you're spot on. Um, you know, we, we got to recognize where people are coming from. Like you said earlier, meet them where they're at. Um, and then really, you know, treat them as individuals and figure out how we can best serve them. So the last question I have for you, and it's funny, it's, it's like I told you, you know, you're talking about the three things and you don't know them. And it, it always relates to the person I'm talking to. And, and this one, like you just said, is you're, a, you're an educator, you're a teacher, you're a professor, Professor Bunn. Um, yeah. And as an educator in this field, so, or an educator in your field, uh, yeah. what area are you actively trying to improve on as you influence the next generation of registered dietitians? So, um, that's very interesting. And I've been putting a lot of thought into that recently. The way that I educate my students is a little bit different than a lot of the other teachers in the area or in, in my area. Um, First of all, a little bit of background on, I teach an elective class. Like, my students aren't there to necessarily learn how to be dietitians. Um, so I usually start off my classes with, like, hey, guys, here's this thought experiment, or here's this life advice, or, like, here's this, because I know, like, it makes it easier for them to relate to the material. If I was teaching dietitians, it would be totally different, mostly because I'm not... I'm not big on like a lot of the clinical aspects. I mean, I'm big on the clinical aspects of it. You have to understand the background of nutrition, but more importantly, you have to understand how, like how to communicate with your clients. And you have to, I think that um, one of the biggest things that I'm starting to realize is that you have to separate client from behavior. Like if you, if you can look at a client and look at their behavior as two different things, then you can start influencing their behavior in positive ways. And I think that that, if I were to teach dietitians, like I would want to teach a class on like nutrition behaviorism and how to, and how to view it that way instead of just like, this is the metabolism and this is how carbohydrates are broken down and like all this other stuff that it's important to learn, but more importantly, like let's learn about influencing behavior. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's always yeah. really cool. And I always think about that question. And, and I had that experience when I was teaching for Parisi, um, you know, like, yeah, these are the X and O's and this is what you got to do. But how do you get a seven year old to want to do it? Yeah, um, you know, I think that's what gets forgotten. And I think it's super cool um, to always just kind of hear when you are, you know, you have a chance to be an influencer in, in, a, in a field and have a, you know, a population listen to you. 
um, yeah. what, how you use it. You know, I think that's really cool. Um, Lisa Bunn, how do people find out more about you should they want to? Where do they go to get more Lisa Bunn? Um, if they want to find out more about me, so I work for The Edge with Casey. Um, you can always find me on the Edge website slash Genovix. Um, that's where I'm housed right now. Genovix Wellness Network, powered by The Edge. Um, you can also find me on various social media aspects, although there's not a ton of nutrition content on there. It's mostly just me, like, musing around the woods and uh, doing... One of my friends called me a couch philosopher the other day. So Interesting. So if you, if you want to know more about my couch philosophy, you can hit me up on social media. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll make sure I put those in the show notes and whatnot. Um, yes, Lisa Bunn, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the Three Things Podcast. Thank you. Uh, again, my name is Coach Casey Lee. Uh, you can find more about me at CoachCaseyLee.com, whether it be coaching services more three things, whether it be in the written format or the audio format. Lisa Bunn, this will not be our last conversation. I look forward to many more. <laughs> Have a good one, Casey.